The author David Hawkins wrote, and I quote, love emanates from the heart. It has the capacity to lift others and accomplish great feats because of its purity of motive, end quote. Friends, I hope that we were all able to witness this during the Christmas season. I know that I am always amazed at the generous spirit that pours forth from people's hearts at this time of year. Just a few examples would be adults whose children travel long distances to spend a couple of days or perhaps even a couple of hours with their parents. Maybe for some it's the parents who do the driving. There's friends and neighbors who spend hours in the kitchen making desserts to share with others. Members of this congregation enthusiastically picking an angel off the angel tree to purchase a gift for a total stranger. Today, the church celebrates the great feast of the baptism of our Lord. This feast itself is a paradox. For when we take the time to reflect on how it was that our Lord comes to stand in line with sinners seeking repentance, we may find ourselves unable to adequately explain. Yet we know that this event took place. It is included in all three of the Synoptic Gospels. And you've heard me say this before, yet some of us may still be perplexed with this paradox today. Think of it, Jesus, the Son of God, stood in line, surrounded by people in need of repentance and seeking baptism, although he himself was not a sinner. So why would Jesus engage in this highly ambiguous act of placing himself among sinners? He does it to signal the entire purpose of his life and work. Jesus, infinitely rich in power and glory, humbled himself as a model for all of us. Friends, Jesus is God, and thus he is utterly perfect and has no needs. So when he relates to us, it is out of pure love. He desires humanity to be in relationship with him, so he enters into the cold waters and muddy bottom of the Jordan River to be in relationship with us. We are the ones in need, and so we grasp at things we think will fulfill our needs. Jesus, however, doesn't need to grasp for anything. He reaches out to us in an act of pure love and humility. He stands with the sinners so that we may see them as children of God. He doesn't wait for us to come crawling to him. He wades into the muck of our sinful existence out of love so that we may grasp his hand and allow him to pull us up out of that muck. Yes, Jesus is baptized in the Jordan, not as an act of repentance, but rather as an act of love, born of humility. God sent his only son in the world to restore our relationship with him. 
Sin is a disordering of our relationship with the Father. Ever since man first disobeyed God, our relationship with him has been out of whack. What we perceive as being good for us, God sees as being off balance. And what God sees as good for us, we consider as being off balance. This is why Jesus came into this world. This was his mission, to restore the broken relationship. Since the beginning of time, when the first humans refused to obey, God has longed for a restoration of that relationship. St. Anselm describes us as diamonds who have fallen away from the grace of God and into the muck of sin. Jesus comes right into this muck and mud of our disordered desires. He entered the muddy waters of Jordan River to restore our relationship with his Father, to lift us up out of that muck and mud of sin, to have humanity once again participate in the divine life. And this happens at each and every Mass, as I've said before. When the gifts are brought to the altar and in preparation of the chalice, the priest or deacon prays silently on behalf of the congregation, saying, by the mixing of this water and wine, may we, that's you and me, may we come to share in the divinity of Christ who humbled himself to share in our humanity. The Son of God became man, man, so men can become sons of God. So as we come up to receive the body and blood of our Lord in just a few minutes, we should keep those words in our minds and hearts, that Jesus humbled himself to share in our humanity so that we would be able to share in his divinity. Friends, Jesus is calling us to a paradoxical life. He is not calling us to grasp for power, but to surrender. He is calling us not to independence, but to dependence on God. He is calling us not to pride, but to humility. He is calling us not to greediness, but to generosity. Jesus has modeled for us and provided the instruction as to how to gain our salvation. We are expected to put on the heart of Christ and do what he is calling us to do. The humility of the Son of God was so perfect, such a profound paradox, that God his Father praised him for it. You are my beloved Son, with you I am well pleased. Let us always remember that as Christians, we are called to a paradoxical life. This is a life that Christ tells us is good, true, and beautiful, but we may see as out of whack. However, with God's generous grace, which we receive in the Holy Eucharist, our perception improves and allows all of us to live this paradoxical life. So friends, as we go forth in this new year, let us carry with us that image of Christ allowing himself to be baptized. Let us remember the generous spirit that he modeled for us and imitate it 
all year long, not just during this Christmas season.